Hey, welcome to Doing Time, bringing you Newcastle news and transfer rumours. So, first news of the day is that um, Jandro Shelby is going to miss the first half of this season. He's out for at least 12 weeks. He's had to have a surgery on his hamstring. The, the, the hamstring injury suffered during pre-season. And um, from that, Elliot Anderson is unlikely to be leaving the well, he isn't leaving the club on loan anymore. And he will be given the opportunity to get minutes off the bench, maybe. Maybe a couple of opportunities to start over the next few weeks. So, it's really unfortunate that's happened to John Joe Shelby. As you can see, he prepared himself to really have an impact this season. And the, w- the way you could see his physique had changed, his ability to move in terms of mobility and stamina he, he looked like he had a lot more to offer in the physical sense as well as being quite sharp in terms of his passing he, he looks really up for this season and for that to happen to him is really unfortunate but um as we know Eddie Howe and his coaching team has a plan and the players are going to have to have the opportunity to step up they're maybe able to fight their way towards the first team spot so it's unfortunate for him but it's an opportunity for those younger players to to grasp the nettle basically and try their hardest to really put themselves into Eddie Howe's um, focus and and continue to show the ability that they, that they did during pre-season I'm interested to see who um he comes out on top. Joe Willicke has got the first team spot for now. And he looked really good on Saturday. So they're going to be fighting to get those minutes off the bench. And it's gonna, it will be great to see how the competition ramps off during um, the training sessions for them. As th- this is an opportunity that, that happens during the season, as, as we all know. Injuries happen, so teams have to adapt. Players have to take the opportunity given to them. And now Elliot Anderson, he's not going to get that loan to the championship that he may have needed, but he's going to train with high-quality players. He's going to be in the eye, in the direct vision of his uh, his head coach, so he can continue to impress. And as well as Matty Lance-Steff and Sean Long-Steff, you know, so it's gonna be interesting the next few months. And even though John Joshua has suffered this really um unfortunate sequence of events, he's also got a good amount of recovery time as well. So he can recover from his surgery and they said he should be back for November. And to be honest he doesn't necessarily have to rush his way back as the World Cup is coming up towards the back end of November and through December so he can just nurse himself back properly get himself fully fit and ready for the second half of the season and and I, I think he will be really up for that second half of the season in January onwards I think and Eddie Howe won't want to risk him to to potentially suffer any more injuries especially coming off a surgery so he's got plenty of time to come back and be 
essentially like an extra signing. As the, as we always say, it's like a new signing so but not after um previous regimes variety. As he really like he was gonna be really impactful to the team this season. He looked like he wanted to show all that potential that um we previously thought it, it had but it never really shown fully. You you see glimpses of it. There'll be a game where you drop a nice pass or where he might um you know I wouldn't necessarily say show leadership but he would be able to galvanize his teammates and and be up for it and have those moments of quality that would make them believe that they could get a result out of a game. So yeah, that's that's the first bit of news. The um I've also seen on a few comment boards and uh, and blogs where there's been a bit of slight grumbling about the lack of progress in terms of attacking uh, signings, and I think that's a bit unfair on on the uh, recruitment team and the boardroom, as they've got a lot to accomplish, and they probably do have their targets set. But they also want to make certain that they're getting a reasonable price and that they're not going to be taken for force which they shouldn't be you know even though they do have the backing of pif they're also trying to run a stable business and that's part and parcel of the game it is a business and they've got um you know that they've got to try and keep things balanced they want progress but it can't come at the expense of the, of the future of the club. So they have to try and make the right transfers rather than just splurging money. I think that's what a lot of a lot of us may have wanted. That we get that that we got the on paper the dream takeover, you know. And now it's time for lots and lots of millions to be spent and getting loads of players in. But we've seen how that can go wrong. The prime example is Everton. When they got their takeover, they got loads of players in. But they weren't necessarily of any higher quality. I remember seeing that they got uh, Sir Gerson for, I believe, was it 50 million at the time? And I couldn't believe it. I know he had a good season for Swansea, but he had been at Swansea previously, moved to Tottenham, and had to go back to Swansea. And he showed good form. But for him to be worth that much, I don't believe he'd ever shown it. It was it was a crazy time. I mean, they bought Alexi Wobi for thirty million pounds from Arsenal. They spent a fair sum on um, Phil Walker. There were so many players who had been quite mediocre, basically in the Premier League. They might have glimpses of quality, but they weren't that great. If we'd be nice, and. Um, that's what I don't want to see at Newcastle. I, I don't think anyone wants to see that just spending for the sake of it. You want to see that they've identified players that are going to fit Eddie Howe's system. That have desired to play for Newcastle. And they're going to continue to grow with the club. And it's just going to take some patience. It's, it's just that simple. It's 
you just have to wait and hopefully they get the targets that they want but if they don't come available then just have to, might have to wait to the next window but I, I think they're definitely going to get an attacking player in I just don't know who it is as Dan Ashworth has been quite quite good in terms of transfer leagues which is necessary to get the targets that they want but I think th there's a few targets out there there's still players that are f you hear clubs say that certain players aren't for sale but we all know that money talks and if certain price prices are or bids are made submitted to teams then it would lead to discussions in the in other boardrooms that it might be an opportunity that they can't pass up or the player may say this is an opportunity I can't pass up allow me to make this make this move you know there's still those I've heard links to like Emmanuel Dennis of Watford they, they may maybe um, Brent Burton Diaz you know these are championship players I've, I've been saying they're still very young players with room to grow you know they can play in multiple positions they can play out wide can play up front you know the player I was excited to be linked to was that uh, I mean Guiri of Nice I've heard that he's been linked to Real Madrid now and I really like the look of him in terms of the way he plays the game it's great dribbling and uh, good strike off the ball good movement there's a lot of players out there uh, I'm starting to re-familiarise re myself sorry about the stuttering um, with the wider game and there's, there are a lot of players out there who want to prove their ability and especially their ability in the Premier League so I, I'm not particularly afraid as I know that these these professionals know the game inside out and there's a lot to do at Newcastle as well beyond just the first team playing squad there's a lot of essentially decay at Newcastle United that was caused by that neg the neglect of the previous regime where the infrastructure at St James Park needs uh, needs redoing and they've started to make progress on that the training ground has to is getting refurbished there's so many things the, the fact that they have to they're getting a new structure in place as the previous regime ran on a um, skeleton stuff is it's crazy the amount of um, neglect the academy needs work the general staffing throughout the club needs to be rebuilt the commercial revenues that need to be built sponsorships you know all of these things that they have to do just to make the club a just at the base level of a Premier League level club and it's a, it's a lot of work I, I can't even imagine how much they've had to list and go through and there's so much to do to over the next two to three seasons just to get Newcastle United 
at the at a reasonable level as well as trying to progress the club to be um, competitive within the league so it's just a matter of time I know they've got their targets and I know they'll hit one or two by the end of the window I personally don't know who they are um, I'd like to know who people think they would who they are so if you go onto the Twitter the um two in time one eight nine two you can say who you believe Newcastle should be targeting and we can discuss who we feel can help improve that squad and can grow with the um with the players that we have currently and maybe eventually usurp them. Um and in terms of transfer news, Benjamin Sesco of RB Salzburg is going to the other RB as he'll be joining Leipzig next season supposedly. At at the end of this season he's joining them for a twenty million euro fee, supposedly, so have to wish him well. And it was an interesting link to be honest. But just like that, I hadn't heard of him, Benjamin Sesco, but Look how much interest he had in him. His agent managed to drum up interest in him. He's got himself a move to the Bundesliga next season now. From his from the field club to the main club. That's also a thing that Newcastle will have to address. Uh, if they ha- have aspirations of being a elite club. That they have to have those links throughout Europe and the rest of the world. You know, in South America, North America... Asia, Africa, everywhere. So, to have those feeder clubs, those scouting networks, there's, there's a lot to do to to rebuild at, at Newcastle, never mind anything else. So, yeah, that's all the news I have for today. Thank you again, once again for listening, and wherever you are, have a good morning, afternoon, evening or night. Peace.